Welcome to Don't Touch That Dial, a classic TV podcast. Did you grow up in the 70s and 80s? Did you rush home from school to watch reruns of The Brady Bunch and The Partridge Family? On each episode of Don't Touch That Dial, three guys who love TV will look back on those days and talk about the shows and stars that made watching television before streaming, DVRs, and even VCRs so special. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a romantic episode of Don't Touch That Dial, a classic TV podcast. It's Valentine's Day, so turn the lights down low, light some candles, and pour some champagne as we talk about some of our favorite TV couples. I'm Anthony Steckert. I'm Jody Schwartz. And I'm Keith Loria. Before we start talking couples, let's talk a little bit about Valentine's Day. I just wanted to ask each of you guys, do you guys have any special memories from Valentine's Day, you know, back in, in our era? Nobody wants to hear about your happy marriages. I don't know. With kids. I, I don't know if this is a special memory, but uh, there was one time in um, second grade where I like this girl, Barbara, and I was being a secret admirer to her. I mean, I would leave her little notes. And then on Valentine's Day, I went to her door and brought her some candy. And she barely wanted to talk to me. And then going home, like when I got back in the car, the car was stuck. And so her dad had to come out and help my dad push the car. It was <laughs> very embarrassing. And I don't think I spoke with her again the rest of my life. That's a real sitcom right there. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that is a, that's like an episode of like eight is enough. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> how old were you? Second grade. That's awesome. That's so awesome. I, I am Facebook friends with her now, though. Oh, that's cool. Tell but her I, did, I, I did not speak to her at all in high school, like, like the rest of my life, really. Until and your dad drove you? Yeah. You have a good dad. Yes. <laughs> he didn't speak to her until five years ago when they got married. <laughs> How about you, Jody? Well, mine in the ninth grade, which something happened to me, which happened on a show years later. See if you guys can guess the one. I was at the ninth grade Valentine's dance and I asked a girl to dance. Thought I was getting a slow dance because it was Styx's Come Sail Away. Wow. Starts off they slow. Yeah. 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 stole that from you. They yeah. absolutely stole that from me. The first time <laughs> I saw that episode, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> this, I am this actually, happened to me in binge, 1983. I'm <laughs> binging that now. I just watched that episode yes. two nights ago. <laughs> Yeah. And my the look on my face was exactly the same as uh, with Sam's when when that happened to him. And I'm looking around like, what just happened here? Wow. And- Yes, I remember Jody telling me that at the time. And it was, I'm like, I'm like, wait, the same song? You can't, the same I, yeah. song? Crazy. And my same thing. I'm like, oh, great. I'm getting a slow dance. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. My memory of the first Freaks and Geeks, I didn't watch it at first, but I worked a night job back then. And I came home. I was married at the time. And I walk into the apartment and that song is playing. And my then wife is sobbing on the couch. And I'm like, what in the world's going on? So, but then I, when I watched it, I completely understood. Amazing but episode. Mine is, this is also good. This is also ties into something involving not a show, but pop culture. And it's very weird. When I was a kid, I had a dog. It was a beagle named Fonzie. Keep in mind, it was a beagle. And one time Fonzie got into a box of Valentine's chocolates ate them all and left the coconut. That's and, funny. And Snoopy, who was a beagle, did not like coconut. Nor did uh, Linus. And yeah. amazing, I, I, Gary Marshall stole the name Fonzie from you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Jody and I deserve some royalties here. <laughs> we, uh, without question, if, if that show had lasted longer, I would have asked for <laughs> 
I would have asked for some royalties. I, I was going to add one more. I, I had one memory when I was in a senior in high school, and my girlfriend at the time got me a bottle of cologne. And I've never liked cologne. To this day, I don't like cologne. And I was worried about, oh, my God, I'm never going to wear this because I hate cologne. What am I? You know, she's going to get mad at me. And then when I took it home, I accidentally dropped it and it got all over me. The bottle broke. <laughs> so I ended up smelling like that cologne for about a month. <laughs> so, so problem solved. <laughs> That's great. All right. So let's uh, let's talk about TV couples from back in the day, the 70s, 80s. Actually, uh, earlier, well, I think we'll be talking about. I don't know. Who wants to start? <laughs> A couple of my favorite couples, Frank and Margaret on MASH. And the, the thing that always got me about about them as a couple, obviously, he was cheating on his wife with her. She was, you know, basically a mistress. The thing that got me about him, you know, they were both such high military efficiency people and they had, you know, religious morals. And here they are cheating with each other and finding ways to uh, to have sex in various tents on the on, on the camp. Um, <laughs> and then later she gets engaged and ends their their romance. And it's a whole episode about feeling sorry for him because of this. Yeah, and that's it, true. Yeah. And, and it's like, you know, it was such a weird, such a weird dynamic. They but they were very funny together. Uh, uh, Loretta Swit and uh, Larry Linville. And um, there was one episode where in the uh, I guess in season one where they thought that the war was going to end. They thought there was going to be a ceasefire and she's getting drunk and crying to him to take him home with her. <laughs> which, which And she'll live with his wife and him. Oh, I don't remember that. Well, uh, one one question about that for you guys. Yeah. The scene where Margaret takes off in the helicopter and he says, bye, Margaret. Yes. Is that like the only time you feel bad for him? I mean, there's parts in the episode where she first announces she's engaged and she very just like, you know, casually breaks up with him. It's very, know, that, that, a lot of that's very comedic, though. Of a lot of that's comedic. But then he calls his mom on the phone. Yeah, he calls that's his mom. That's very starts, sad. Yeah. It, it, but then you but again, the whole thing you're reminding, he's cheating on his wife. He's yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? You know, you know, so it's a it's a it's, it was always such a weird dynamic with those two that I uh, I find them to be one of the one of the best couples. In, uh, it, is, it is interesting, too, because like with Blake and uh, Trapper, it seemed to be a rule with their cheating that, hey, we're away from our wives, so we're going to cheat. But yeah. nobody's no, nobody's attached to each other. No one's attached to, to each other. It's the women, mutual, you know, yeah, you know, the women, yeah. I think, are also under the understanding. It's a it's a casual type of deal you, you, you know with with frank and margaret it's they're 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 actually dating they're actually a yes a, 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 yeah, you know, they, yeah. a thing and they're like you know they're getting other people in trouble for doing stuff <laughs> you know, yeah yeah you know they're always ratting out you know henry on stuff jody did um, you have that kind of relationship with the cologne girl <laughs> <laughs> No, but we are Facebook friends now. <laughs> Facebook's amazing. <laughs> the other two couples that, you know, they stand out in my head, um, Archie and Edith on All in the Family and George and Wheezy on the Jeffersons. Because, you know, in both cases, you have these, you know, strong-willed racist men and but their wives, you know, stand up to them and, you know, in different ways and sort of, you know, guide yeah. them. They have issues with everybody else, but they they love and respect their their respective wives. And I, I've always found that to be something uh, you know, very sweet about both shows. I think Wheezy consistently put George in his place where yes. Edith more picked her spots. But she did knew. it more subtly. Yes. Yeah. There's a line on the episode. It's the it's the pilot episode of the of the Jeffersons, but it's actually an all in the family episode. And they move into the, you know, deluxe apartment in the sky. And George is now upset because he finds out that the Willis's live in the same building. 
and he's you know mad about that because the interracial couple thing and he does something and wheezy says to lionel uh you better leave i don't want your father to hit you and she he says well why would pop hit me and he go, and she says because i'm not sure where i'm gonna throw him <laughs> <laughs> and that line still makes me laugh very cool and then did you have one more um well i mean we can't oh, go no, okay. yeah you had the two i'm sorry yeah, yeah. But we also, we can't go an episode without Happy Days, so I will say Mr. and Mrs. C yeah, might be the greatest uh, married couple in, in television history. Could be, and the yeah. fact that they were, quote, frisky, and uh, like yep. how, maybe the first, uh, never mind that they were a little older, but maybe the first couple to actually, Robin, you knew Robin Laura Petrie were, uh, even though they slept in separate beds, you yeah. knew Robin Laura Petrie were... Uh, very into each other, but I don't know if a couple blatantly well, said, Well, have you seen Mary Tyler Moore? Then I mean, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I don't before Mr. and Mrs. C, I don't know if you blatantly yeah. saw we're they're going upstairs for a reason, and you know exactly that reason, right? Yeah, maybe Robin, uh, maybe start- uh, Gloria and, and Mike on all in the family. What, what was the reason? <laughs> I'll have to tell you off air, Keith. Okay. <laughs> it's a family That's show. a whole different podcast. Well, Keith, when a man and a woman really <laughs> like each other. <laughs> now that you're getting older, son. Uh, <laughs> so but there yeah, was that- a happy days episode where Mr. and Mrs. C were making out on the table, which which you know they're actually <laughs> Like they're lying on the table making out. It was phenomenal. I've seen that on something else too. People getting intimate on a table. I can't quite yeah. think what it is. So, but how about uh, you, Keith? I think you have a, a biggie for us. I, I seem to like a lot of the the enemies to lovers stories. You know, whether it's uh, Bruce Willis and Sybil Shepherd from Moonlighting. Mm. But the, you know, the, the favorite uh, all time is Sam and Diane from Cheers. It's such a, probably some of the best chemistry ever between a couple. The fighting part of it is what made them so good. And uh, you know, when they were together, it probably wasn't as good. You know, with, with a lot of these enemies to lovers stories, once they do get together, you, you lose some of that magic. Yeah, but they just—they were so good together, and and they had some good, you know, kind of romantic scenes once they were together. So that, the fighting a- also didn't stop when they were together. They still exactly. fought. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think also the other characters were very funny when they were together. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right, because they hated it so much. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then well, one of my all-time favorite romantic memories from television, uh, another '80s show, is from Family Ties. It's when. Alex and Ellen get together. That's a great episode that the, the, oh, when they first hook, when they first meet and hook up. Absolutely. And again, it's that was an the, uh, the, the season premiere of the uh, 85, 86 season. Great. Right. I, I believe it was a two-parter. Even Two-parter. Yeah. You know, and you had the, the great music. Of, yes. Um, what would I do at this moment? And oh, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I Alex, still that's that's I think of that episode when that whenever I hear that. Song, oh, yeah, I, absolutely. Yeah. And Alex got Ellen's engaged and. She goes to her, um, she takes the train and Alex goes to try to find her. In Lancaster. Like, right, wearing a tuxedo. <laughs> I mean, he's at the train station at like two o'clock in the morning to, to just, you know, profess his love. Um, and that song comes on again and just very romantic and, you know, one of my favorites. Yeah, that's an excellent episode to both both parts. Yeah, I want to chime in and uh, go back to Sam and Diane a little bit. The the acting by both Ted Danson and Shelley Long was just Phenomenal. terrific. Yeah. Because you could sense how much they were attracted to each other and how much they drove each other crazy just all the time. They really, really did a terrific job with that, the two of them. Much like you and me, Anthony. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you two are always my favorite, will they or won't they? (laughs) 
30 years and we're waiting for the uh, we're waiting for that. <laughs> I'm about to watch something else because this is <laughs> I've got one I want to talk about. This is an early one, and that is Ralph and Alice Cramden. And what I love about them is that Ralph Cramden was always yelling, always threatening her. He was going to send her to the moon. To the moon. You know, was always like holding his fist up at her. And like you would think all these years later, we would be going, well, that's something that doesn't play well. But it does play well because Alice was never afraid of him. She always knew she had the upper hand in that relationship. She always got the last word in. Really, when you think about it, it was like it was like the most progressive (laughs) relationship that you could have had on TV back then. So it was just amazing. So very true. Yeah. Let me ask you guys, what about Mike and Carol? I mean, we we know them as parents, but how do you, you know, judge them as a couple? I mean, they were into each other. There was no question about it. They, 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 they had, they had a chemistry between them. I, I, I always thought that the uh, Robert Reed and and, uh, Florence Henderson did a good job, you know, with the, with the scenes together. I thought there was true chemistry between those two. And um, yeah, clearly they they loved each other, and clearly they they were into each other. And you know, considering you know, they had all those kids in the house, they they found time. <laughs> you, you know? And they slept in the same bed. They, they did, did sleep in the same bed, and Mike always had the same book. He always had the same book. The same book. And the same That's pajamas the too. Yes. Right. Always those light blue pajamas he yes. was walking around in. I will say this when they did the movie, they actually managed to find the book that looked exactly like the one from the series. That's, That's a cool bed. detail. So it was a that. very cool detail. I, I, yeah. I remember when we were kids, they used to say that, that they were the first couple to be in a bed together, but it was actually the Munsters that were. Yeah. Yes. It was the Munsters. And there might have been some other weird, like some little known show. But I, I think it was like, you know, that was the one where everybody went, okay, this. This is this is crazy. Do you think like Rob and Laura Petrie watched the Brady Bunch a few years later and were like, why don't we sleep in the same bed? What's going on? <laughs> but they were easily one of the most, in terms of how they both you know looked in those days, one of the be- one of the most um glamorous looking couples. Rob and Laura? Know, on, uh, yeah, on television. Yeah, they yeah. were actually voted that. There was a uh, a magazine that did that. They looked like the Kennedy. Yes, they were. I think they were modeled after yeah, the, yeah, the they Kennedy. Uh, th- there was an episode where Laura is buying Rob a present and the guy in the store is like, um, I could tell by looking at this um you know i could tell something about your husband i can tell he's tall and handsome and he's the 35th president of the united states (laughs) (laughs) do you want me to wrap it for you mrs kennedy they actually in some ways were not such a great couple because they got jealous of each other they got jealous of other men or other women at the drop of a hat not a lot of trust in in that. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. And then the well, first Rob that, worked in show business. So I think maybe that had something. To- yeah. But even if like, like, you know, it, it wasn't there an episode, I think, where she did something on the Alan Brady show where she might have been in some local thing and there was a guy. And as soon as somebody else of the opposite sex showed up into one of the other's lives, the, whoever it was would would get jealous. So. Yeah. And then the first yeah. episode, he basically begs her and whines her to leave Richie alone while he, with a babysitter while he's sick because he has to. To go to Alan Brady's house for a party. So <laughs> yeah. they, they, they had their <laughs> they had their stuff. It wasn't as glamorous as it looked with those. They were like a great Facebook marriage. There was a lot going on <laughs> yeah, behind, yeah, the, yeah, behind yeah. the scenes. Look at those pictures. You know? yeah, 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 yeah. But you don't you don't know what's happening when the couple's alone. So I thought Buddy and Pickles had a much better relationship. <laughs> they probably did. Yeah. <laughs> 
to two really great couples from the 80s one is is a little taboo now but but claire and he Heath, absolutely yeah. you know very realistic couple you know they truly loved each other and then the one i think is the most realistic is uh, mad about you paul and jane oh, yeah. yeah yeah great chemistry between paul riser and helen hunt the episodes were, were all about you know they didn't have kids you know it's one of those but later right right but that was that was the last season and that doesn't count yeah. um <laughs> but most of the episodes were about them but it was later <laughs> did they have kids on that reboot just one they just had that's the one, the one so they they they, yeah. they followed the canon of the yes. original series yes so, i think garofalo didn't play the daughter did she she did not the reboot yeah. started with uh, mabel going to college yeah okay right. i i should say too that show was on the air right as i was getting married so it really it 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 felt real to me that their, their their relationship and the things they were talking about you know i i was newly married right when that show was you know and i bet you had a dog named murray too didn't you? <laughs> <they stole> <laughs> that. <laughs> i wanted to talk about another couple in the cheers universe and it's a little different i want to talk about fraser and lilith partly because i've been watching a lot of ever since the reboot i've been watching original fraser uh, a little bit and i watched like all the lilith episodes like one after another and they are a a, a pretty good Good divorced couple. You know, there's definitely these slot snide remarks about each other, but they get together when they have to, sometimes for very silly reasons, like when they're trying to get Frederick into a fancy school. Hey, that was, that's like, a funny episode. You see the connection between them and the attraction between them. And I think that's that's very realistic. You don't, for the most part, and I'm speaking from experience here, you don't just get divorced and then oh, they're out of your lives forever, like it usually is on TV when people get divorced. You, you know, you have a connection especially when you have a kid and those things show up. And I, I can't think of another show that really offhand that did that. It was always the bickering divorce couple. Yeah. Right? Never like a couple where they work together like that. Yeah. And, and even when they were married, there was a lot of like snide remarks to each other, which, which made it, which made it funny. They were very good together. Those two. It was, yeah. it was always the scenes with the two of them just bouncing back and forth were, were hysterical. Yeah. yeah. I, I understand that Lilith was a very cold character and that was funny, but I really wish someone, whether it was Carla or whether it was like the father on on Frasier would go, you know what? As cold as she is, she's stunningly beautiful, right? Like, <laughs> they don't know that nobody talks about. E.B. New is like one of the most beautiful women. Ever. Oh, without question. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But it's always like, oh, like there's nothing to be attracted to about her. Well, yeah, all right. She's a little weird, but look at her, you know? <laughs> I think it was the first episode of Frasier that she appeared in when she comes into the apartment and she says to Frasier's dad, knowing as I do your relationship with Frasier, when I found out he took you in i checked the weather channel to make sure that hell had indeed frozen over <laughs> and and martin's like hey how'd you let this little rose get away <laughs> great writing yeah Anthony, really, really. I, I mentioned family ties i think you wanted to talk about another family ties couple i was just gonna say that like as far as an ideal couple and i haven't watched family ties much lately but steve and elise were like perfect right did, did they ever have any i mean I, I, they must oh they were things like like what like what, what well was there, there there was an episode where um an old friend of theirs from their hippie days came back to to say to visit them and their um and Stephen finds out that they Elise and him had had slept together once like years and years ago and like the whole episode he's like now jealous it, so it, it happened like you know twenty years ago 
and had Steve were... and Elise been together when they slept together? Or was um, before they I slept think together? it was at a time when it was still the hippie free love thing. You, you know okay. what I mean? So, so it was not it was that sort of thing. But it was it was long before they were married. The, the guy even mentions it almost like casually, like you know, like laughing it off, and because he assumed that Elise probably mentioned it to him. Right, right. And uh, so he didn't know about it. And like the whole episode now, he's acting jealous and suspicious, um, including including making a scene in a in a in a restaurant. Oh, OK. My memories of them are as a really good couple. So, yeah, no, for the most part. Yes. But I and mean, on- she, she had a baby later. You know, they were in their 40s already when she had the other baby. So that was that was an interesting uh, dynamic. I remember when she got pregnant and they told the family and Mallory said, this is embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> that line always stood out to me. The one when she gives birth and um, she's Stephen's TV show is doing a telethon is a TV station is doing a telethon and she's performing on the telethon and Stephen's in the house because he went back home to get something. She has the TV on and she's singing and then she goes into labor while singing and she starts calling for him. And then he's like, "Okay, I'm going this, doing this. And she's on TV. He's in the house. And finally, he yells at the TV. Stop nagging. I'm on. (laughs) That's great. I also wanted to point out Florida and James Evans as a uh, very good couple. They they stuck together through uh, through thick and thin, I think. Right. Yep. Yeah. Well, they were, you know, they they did not have a good uh, financial existence and it was uh, it was difficult. Yeah. Yeah. But and, always... and that's just it. Other shows, you don't necessarily see like, you know, financial struggles or, you know, you know, everyone, everyone always has a job and there's very, you know, maybe there's an episode or two about about finances, but you never, you know, you know, financial problems were a uh, were an ongoing theme in good times. And they, you know, they work through them. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Getting back to Mr. and Mrs. C, this just occurred to me. There is that episode where Mr. Cunningham wanted to go to Tahiti. Is that it? He wanted to yeah. leave everybody and go to Tahiti. Yeah. And did yes. he actually leave the house? Right. He, he started he, hanging out with uh, with. I think, he I think didn't go up to Fonzie's apartment. Oh, maybe that was there. it. I thought it might have been a bar, but you I might think, be right. He went to Fonzie's apartment. Yeah, I don't. Just yeah, as good as a bar. So happy to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But who would have ran well, the, the Wisconsin? They went to that. <laughs> the Wisconsin. <laughs> yes, I forgot about that. So. But who would have ran the store? I guess Potsy, because he was working there. Was he working there? I don't think he was working there uh, at the time. I think that came later. That was a very rash decision by uh, Mr. Cunningham to he leave had, his birthday party. And he, he, had some workers. he had workers. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he had he had people working there because at the uh, Christmas party, remember they had the yeah. two people. He had uh, Mrs. Mrs. Henderson or Mrs. Harrison, <laughs> and, and Buzz. to run the store. You know, Buzz the tall guy. <laughs> I wouldn't leave Buzz in charge of my store. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know. So, and uh, how about a quick shout out? Really, I'm going to say only to Julie Co- Cotter for dealing <laughs> with those jokes every day. <laughs> she was a good wife. <laughs> I did that to Roya every day. I'm like Roya, I'm tell you about my uncle Manny. <laughs> <laughs> Well, she stops me before I get another word out. <laughs> she dealt with the sweat hogs. I think she liked them more than Gabe. Sometimes. Yeah, they were coming through her window. I mean, yes. they, they were... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. She dealt with a lot. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't think it bothered her when the sweat hogs came through the window. It was more him, right, Keith? Is that yeah. what you just said? So, what, yeah. what about Bob and Emily on Newhart? Another couple that didn't have kids. Yeah. So it wasn't about, you know, being parents. It was more about them being a couple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're definitely. And it one. rarely came up on that show with kids either. That, that was uh, that was interesting. Bob hates kids. Yeah, I would yeah well, they didn't have, you know what? Uh, a new heart, the same deal. Yeah. Yeah. The original show, he didn't he didn't have kids on either show. Right. No, Not, no kids on either show. And it never was. It never even was talked about, really. Yeah. What about any current shows? Are there current shows with good couples? Young Sheldon comes to mind. Are they a good couple? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if they're a good couple. Uh, well, yeah, you're right. <laughs> they yeah, fight they were a better. lot. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, well, because that the whole premise of that show is it has to lead to them. Uh, well, he he died. Well, spoiler alert, <laughs> he, he dies. Yeah. But you know that he had the affair with the neighbor. Yeah. You all you also know from Big Bang that that the marriage wasn't perfect. You know, you know, before when right. when um when what's her name um I forgot the actor uh, Lori Metcalf when she when she makes appearances as, Sh- as Sheldon's mom she makes allusions to the father not being great. All right. So are there any uh, are there any couples today I'm, that Dora? Uh, I, I don't. This watch isn't a lot of- this isn't today, but I think Roseanne and Dan were also from Roseanne were a very good couple. You know, and again, yeah. almost following that good times thing where you know their life yeah, financial wasn't great, struggles were were a part of it. Yeah, but you know their love kind of held them together. Yeah, but yeah. Love will keep them together. <laughs> Speaking no. of which, the Captain Anthony. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they were a great. Uh, they, were, they were a great team. Yeah, we'll be talking about them more in an upcoming episode. Yeah. 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 All right. Anything else? Uh, any couples that? Well, the Monsters were. <laughs> Lily and yes. Herman were a great couple. Oh, um, oh, the Adams family. They were boy. They were. Forget uh, Mr. and Mrs. C. Holy yeah. crap, Mr. They Adams. Were, <laughs> they were the first couple that clearly. Yeah, you had to hose those two down. I mean, yeah, was, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, all she had to do was speak a little French. Oh, my God. The, the guy was, he was an animal. <laughs> I think when I was like really young, I thought kissing a woman on the arm was the height of intimacy. Like yes. that's, as, that's as far as things got <laughs> because of him always kissing her on the arm. So I think when I was like five or six, I'm like, oh, that's what that's what grownups do. I learned the hard way. Women don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. All righty. Well, I think we've uh, well, we spent a couple of minutes talking about couples, so I think we're uh, we're good. Anything else? <laughs> I'm going to bring one more thing up with that. The kissing of the arm thing. Uh, there was an episode of All in the Family where the butcher had a crush on Edith and uh, he keeps kissing her hand. And uh, finally, when Archie confronts me, he's like, hey, you're, gonna, you're trying to eat her hand each half the time. You eat it. <laughs> All right, my dad's waiting. I got to go deliver some. <laughs> there, you go. there you go. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye. Happy Valentine's Day. Thanks for listening to Don't Touch That Dial, a classic TV podcast. If you like what you heard, be sure to subscribe. Please leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen. We'll be back soon with another journey back in time to the days of static, laugh tracks, and seven channels.